I'm Miles Kilby, and I want to welcome you to Encountering the Prophetic Podcast. My passion is to help people from all different walks experience God's voice. I believe, along with my guest, that Encountering the Prophetic has the power to change our lives and the lives of those around us. On this podcast, I want to help you learn how to hear God's voice and go deeper in the prophetic to spark change in your life and in others. Let's dive into Encountering the Prophetic now. Welcome back. I want to welcome everyone back to our podcast, Encountering the Prophetic. And today I have a very special guest with me and a new friend that we've just um, began to develop a friendship. And uh, that's Bo, Apostle Bo Salisbury. And uh, Bo, I want to welcome you in. I want to thank you for joining the podcast, Encountering the Prophetic today. Welcome. How's it going? Oh, glad to be on here with you. I uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you and your heart uh, for the Lord, for for what God's saying and doing today. And so it's great, it's great to be able to connect with you and, and be a part of what you're doing. Amen. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a blessing. Actually, I was just talking with another brother earlier. We were discussing about those covenant kinds of relationships, mm-hmm. the um, Jonathan and David type relationships. And um, it's in those kind of relationships where we can share amongst each other, uh, I think the deeper things of God, just because mm-hmm. there's more of a relationship that's developed there. And uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that relationship with you and all that God has in store. But um, mm-hmm. I want to just dive right in. And Bo, if you would, tell us about your ministry, um, what you've got going on, what the Lord's been doing with you recently. I know you sure. recently just had a powerful conference. And uh, so let's tell us a little bit about that. Uh, the conference I just hosted um, was actually in Millersburg, Ohio, in the heart of Amish country here in Ohio. And we had leaders from close to 20 different states gathering, uh, mostly fivefold leaders, also some marketplace leaders, but had a few guest speakers, all, all really good friends of mine, um, highly prophetic and apostolic, uh, one from Australia, another one from Netherlands another one oversees close to 60 churches in Mexico. And so we had a, a prophetic leadership conference, uh, just a phenomenal time of uh, just in the presence of God and uh, tremendous praise and worship and had all different kinds of prophetic expressions too. Had a prophetic artist who you know, drew during praise and worship and there was a prophetic word that kind of went with that and prophetic dancers and just the whole whole gamut there. But just a great time in the presence of the Lord. And well, the interesting thing, one interesting thing was I have relationships with all these speakers. Obviously, I brought them in, and but they had not had a chance to meet each other, so it's their first time connecting. And just over the for a few days that we were together, it was amazing seeing God gel uh, different leaders together from different parts of the world who were uh, hearing and seeing some of the same things. And so wow. we we flowed. It seemed seemed to be like effortlessly, just by the grace of God, flowing together and even ministering to one another, and just just an incredible sense of community and just God did some incredible things. So I was glad to be a part of that. And, uh, but as far, as far as my ministry goes, um, I travel full time uh, throughout the States, uh, different parts of the world. I'll be leaving for uh, South Africa next week, be there for about three weeks or so. And then I'll stop in for a few days to the Netherlands on my way back home. 
for some meetings there as well. But I minister at churches, leadership conferences. Uh, from time to time, I'll do some prophetic seminars and help uh, strengthen that part of the church. Uh, I've got a, a leadership network that's about uh, only less than two years old now. But we've got leaders in different parts of the states and the world as well. We encourage one another, kind of kind of a mutual uh, encouragement. And there's also mentorship and fathering as well included in that. And then uh, got a new thing starting first part of uh, January. Uh, it's got an online school of ministry going to be launching as well. So yeah. between between all of that and writing books and music, I keep myself pretty busy. Wow. So, yeah. That's awesome. I live, I live up here in Ohio where it gets cold in the winter. Um, <laughs> try to try to schedule meetings uh, where it's warmer in the in the winter time. Works out pretty good that way. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, that's good. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Let me um, let me ask you this. Kind of tell us to, and the listeners. You know, there's people that listen to this podcast from, you know, South Africa and Mexico and different countries, Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us how you kind of got into the prophetic and the apostolic ministry. Wow. Um, well, I, I grew up basically in church. I started going to church when I was two weeks old. So I've been, <laughs> cut, cut, I cut my teeth on the pews of, of the church, basically born again at five years old in the Sunday school classroom. Um, as a child, I had numerous prophetic encounters, visions, dreams, angelic appearances, different things that took place that, uh, you know, the realm of the spirit was, was pretty open to me. Um, when I was 12 years old, I had an encounter with the Lord that forever changed my life. And it was when I was about 12 years old, that's when I really started to pursue the things of the spirit as far as a daily prayer life in the word of God every day and started to fill myself up with truth and just pursuing God and, and what he had for my life. And so, that's when my spiritual ears began to kind of open up to hear God's voice and in a number of different ways that he would speak to me. But it wasn't too long after that that once I, I began to build myself up through prayer, worship, you know, speaking in tongues, uh, the word of God, that I began to, I didn't realize what was happening, but I was building a reservoir in the spirit. And so it wasn't too long before I began to see those rivers of living water begin to flow out of me because I was drinking living water. And yes. John, I think Jesus talks about that in the book of John, how, you know, he is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. And in him, a well of living water will spring up. And then also, yeah. then rivers will flow out of us. That's what, I, that's what I saw when I was a teenager. I was 14 years old. Um, the Lord began to open my eyes, not just about what God was speaking to me, but what he was speaking to me for others. And so I began to uh, step out in the prophetic and also other other gifts of the spirit as well, you know, healing and deliverance and things of that nature through my teenage years. And, and a lot of it during that time when I was learning, you know, some things I would miss, you know, some things I thought were God were me, you know, and, and yeah. begin to step out and be obedient and, and hear more accurately and learn how to speak more effectively. And so, but I, from the get-go, um, there's times that I minister prophetically in the local church I was a part of, but also outside of the church, just in fellowship settings and uh, those that I was discipling in those settings, uh, in evangelism, power evangelism. Um, I remember a number of times I'd be praying. We used to pray for all of my high school classmates every day, and sometimes I'd pray for them, and God would drop something prophetic in me for them, so through prayer. So so from my 
before I had much teaching on the subject, you know, I had began to experiment and learn and develop things on a practical level, not just in church services, but uh, like I said, in every part of life and ministry. Yeah. So, you know, then you go on a little bit later on in, in life, I began to, of course, minister in churches. And I was about 20 years old, so pretty consistently from that point on. And I began to, you know, of course, sharpen some uh, my ability to hear from God for others and to speak more accurately and effectively and, and those kind of things. Uh, I remember I had one experience in particular. I think I was 22, 23. I was helping a friend of mine uh, with a church planting effort in California, and he kind of placed a demand on me that I didn't realize I could do this. <laughs> um, at the time, I was helping with some praise and worship for the church. And and towards the end of a service, uh, he he told the congregation, he says, if there's anybody here that you really feel like you need to hear a word from God, uh, you just really need to, uh, some encouragement and prophetic ministry. I want you to come up here after service at the altar area. And he said, and Bo's going to prophesy to you. And I said, I'm going to do what? <laughs> I wasn't ready for all that, <laughs> um, but I stepped out in obedience to authority and submission, and I, I started praying. Sorry, <laughs> God, you better you better come through here. I'm gonna look stupid if you don't. So, <laughs> prior to that point, I, you know, anytime I had prophesied to somebody, it was because I had a word from God for them. But I, I didn't have a word for any of these people. But I just stepped up to begin to begin to pray for them, and I began to see something happen. I didn't realize I could do. I began to pray, but as I prayed for each one, then the Lord began to show me things, you know, things I would see in the spirit or things I would hear from them. And so I stepped out to obey what I was told to do. And lo and behold, I ended up ministering prophetically and accurately to every person in the, the line there. There might have been eight, eight or ten people, something like that. And so pre previous to that experience, I had I had no idea that that was even possible. But God got a way of kind of stretching you and taking you from one level of the prophetic to another level. Yeah. So that's kind of how I had my beginnings, um, just pursuing my relationship with God, pursuing him and building up that reservoir within me. And then God beginning to to release rivers of living water in different settings of relationships. And, and I think it's, I think it's, it's a simple thing. I think sometimes we can complicate it too much. Um, I mean, even scripturally, you look in the book of Acts and you can find several examples of people the same time that they began to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues, the Bible says even that first day they began to prophesy too. Yes. And so sometimes yes. we think we have to be a certain level of spirituality, and, and that's, that's kind of what I thought when I was growing up real young in church. I thought, well, prophecies, that's got to take place within a church building, but that's not true. I thought, right. well, prophecies got to take place with those that have a microphone and, you know, the pastors of church, but that's not that's not true either because, you know, Peter made it clear on the day of Pentecost of, you know, talking about Joel's prophecy, this is that, you know, I'll pour my spirit out on all flesh and your sons and daughters will prophesy, your handmaidens will prophesy, and your old men will dream dreams. That pretty much covers everybody, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, and so I've, I've come, come to realize that even though there are certain things in my religious upbringing that kind of, Kind of presented some myths about prophecy. God began to kind of break those off and, and realize it should be a should be a way of life. I believe, not just for those called to the office of the prophet or the apostolic, but I believe God wants every believer to, to every believer to learn how to hear God's voice for themselves, but also for others. 
I think it's just an important thing. And, and some people just need some teaching. They need need some understanding on how do you step into this. And you know, sometimes I think believers, I mean, I've felt this way before. You look at those that are very gifted in something and you feel like you don't measure up because you, you can't access that kind of revelation or minister with that level of accuracy. But I don't think God's looking for us to measure up to anybody other than just making ourselves available for God to use us. So. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so good. I, um, You've actually touched on several things uh, recently that, well, actually yesterday in, in our church service, I was mm-hmm. preaching from John seven thirty seven through 39 was part of okay. my message, which yeah. is what you've been referencing, you know, those rivers of living water. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, actually we're in the Feast of Tabernacles right now. And that there, that was the time that Jesus spoke those words were during the Feast of Tabernacles. And uh, mm-hmm. the scripture really clearly says that in John 7, uh, I believe verse 2 right there, that it was during the feast that Jesus uh, went into mm-hmm. the temple and he began to teach that. And um, But he said he cried those words out. And mm-hmm. so I was telling some of our people yesterday in the church that, Biblically, what it really means to cry out to God, it means that you shout, you release and speak out or groan or whatever. But with everything that is in you, it comes out. That's crying out to God. Mm -hmm. And so literally Jesus, when he spoke those words, he spoke those words with everything that was in his Mm -hmm. head. Yep, and so it was very passionate. It was very intense, mm-hmm. and um, that was so powerful. And so, um, but yeah, that's awesome. And just kind of following up on that, piggybacking on what you were saying, mm-hmm. um, when we first, the name of our church in the Savannah area is called the River. And okay. so, all right, when when the Lord spoke to me to name it that, you know, it's a prophetic church. And so the Lord said, I want you to teach my people how to release the river that's in them. Mm. And that's what I've found, Bo, is that in the body of Christ, we have people that they haven't come to the place. They've been filled with the Spirit, but they haven't learned how to release the river out of their innermost being. Mm -hmm. They, They haven't learned how to flow in prophecy. They haven't learned how to flow in the gifts of healing. They haven't learned how to flow in that river. And so um, I think it's very vital. And as fivefold ministers, you know, that's what we do is we equip the body of Christ to learn how to release that river, how to flow in it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one of my favorite scriptures, 1 Corinthians 14, 1, Paul said, pursue love, but earnestly desire that you would prophesy. And, you know, whenever I read that scripture, it just really, I mean, God told me, God tells us, you know, earnestly desire this, like passionately desire to prophesy. 